Hey everyone and welcome to this episode on leadership and sleep. My name is Christine Hansen and I'm your sleep expert and coach to CEOs, executives and successful entrepreneurs. So today we're going to talk about a topic that's close to my heart, especially as we have Elon Musk, who I adore, who's a visionary and has fantastic ideas, kind of having this turf war with Ariana Huffington on the topic of sleep. And I have to say this time, I absolutely am with Ariana on this one. But it is worrisome to me to see that people who are as elaborate, not elaborate, but as visionary and as so modern like Elon Musk still falling into that trap of thinking that sleep is something that you can sacrifice. And it's worrisome that in his mind, his company isn't working without him not sacrificing sleep, which for me is a model that's not sustainable. So today I'm going to into why so many successful leaders still think that sleep is something that they can sacrifice and why they shouldn't. Uh, I'm going into the science of to why that is the case. And I'm also going into new research that has really, really gone in depth on a specifically the impact of leadership when it is impacted by sleep. And the latest research is actually less than a week old now here in August 2018 as I am recording this. So let's first start with this whole notion of sleep being a commodity that you can use as you see fit. And a lot of people say it started with Thomas Edison, which was 130 years ago when sleep research was practically non-existent. And he was obviously not a fan of sleep, inventor of the light bulb, and he um, claimed he only slept four hours a night and also apparently made his workers only sleep that uh, number um, of hours to work for him. Now, after that, sleep deprivation was seen as something very manly for a long time. It was seen as something that was connected with the success in business. Psychologists suddenly started to say you didn't need quite as much as it was thought before. And it was a badge of honor, basically, not to sleep. So you had two buckets here. You had people who were kind of saying, I don't need sleep. I'm not a wuss. All of those who need a lot of sleep are just big babies. And you had another bucket where people were like, well, if I want to be successful, I will have to sacrifice something. And the most, the easiest thing to sacrifice and also the most invisible kind of thing was sleep, you know? So they thought, okay, in order I have to pay my dues, which is just a thought that we have so much of the time and that I really have to get into during another episode. But you know, it's kind of this price that you have to pay in order to be successful. And for them, it was then sleep, having to work harder and then having to sacrifice something. So that is what it was like for a long time. Now, just having said that, I want to use a quote, which I adore, which is by Oxford University professor Russell Foster. And what he said is that we are the supremely arrogant species we feel we can abandon four billion years of evolution and ignore the fact that we have evolved under a light dark cycle and long term acting against the clock can lead to serious health problems i adore that that we think 
we are arrogant, you know, that or that we are arrogant enough to think that we can beat something that nature has obviously intended and is necessary. And I repeat it over and over again, but mankind is the only species that voluntarily deprives itself of sleep, which is mind-blowing to me. So on the second note, though, the serious health consequences are without a doubt something that a visionary person, someone who, wills, who wants to build a legacy, someone who wants to lead, someone who wants to set an example, should be aware of. Because isn't it your goal to be here on this planet as long as possible, to have an impact as big as possible, to be here healthy, sharp, present as much as you can? Why would you then sacrifice sleep, which has been shown to have an impact on everything and research is here it's it's up to date it's contemporary that sleep is having an impact on your brain it's really difficult to go into a flow meaning into alpha waves beta alpha waves theta waves delta waves when you are super stressed when you are sleep deprived you are always running on high beta waves which is a flight and uh, a fight and flight kind of state that is making you always see the negative which is keeping you anxious which is keeping you frustrated instead of being in an alpha state where you are creative where you are focused but it's also having an impact on your organs so sleep deprivation has been linked to heart disease to added to alzheimer's to insulin issues to um basically everything diabetes obesity so and it's also been associated with permanent brain damage in um, experiments that they've done with rats. So this is serious stuff. Now, there's three major reasons why I think leaders might be interested in how sleep is impacting them, because a lot of people come, have kind of this idea that leadership has to do with your mind and with your brain, with your intellect and what you create and what you translate in your message so here's the first thing that is impacted by sleep and sleep and that is your homeostatic drive now here's the truth you are not in control as to when you are tired and how tired you are the more you are awake the more your body is pushing you to go to sleep and it will win and if you are behind the wheel when your body wins and it's just this three seconds of sleep that it wants to sneak away and you have an accident, it's on you. And it will win because that's what it does. It's your homeostatic nature. It's ingrained. There's no way around it. So that's the first thing that's not smart. <laughs> if you are someone who wants to lead and lead by example, I would hope so. The second thing is that you have um, a circadian rhythm. A circadian rhythm is your biological clock and we are all different. Some of us are having our peak in the morning, in early morning hours, and some of us like me, we are night owls. We actually like to work later in the evening and maybe even at night. You cannot go against your circadian rhythm. You can try to optimize it a little bit with melatonin, maybe a little bit of caffeine, but 
if you go against your circadian rhythm, if you get up early in the morning because you really want to force it to be creative, you are basically having a car that's been outside in sub-zero degrees and you know when you switch it on, it takes a while to warm up. On top of that, it's really been shown that the brain that helps you to memorize things, it's not really working if you are trying to go against your circadian rhythm. So your work is futile, <laughs> just to say it like that, but it is. So that's also something that we really, really have to think about, you know, that you go with your circadian rhythm and the more sleep deprived you are, the worse it's going to be if you try to go against that. Now, the third thing is that you're trying to sustain your ability to be focused and to be creative is going to be less and less the less you sleep. So very simple. If you're trying to, if you have more days where you didn't sleep enough, it's going to be much more difficult during the day to maintain your cognitive function. But on top of that, because you kind of stress your body to perform and perform you are as i mentioned before in these high brain bitter wave mode which is something that stresses your body out it's an emergency kind of reaction and it's completely unproductive for sleep so even if you go to bed and you've just before been in that mode it's going to be very difficult to go to sleep so even if you're super tired having to go from these high beta frequencies into alpha, which is the beginning of sleep, and then you go into theta and delta sleep, which is a deep sleep, is going to be really, really hard. And it's going to get harder and harder. So to get out of that cycle is absolutely crucial to get your function back during the day. Now, historically, what I find really interesting is that any kind of studies that have been made for leadership have just said that, you know, leadership or bosses are either the one or the other. They are either good bosses or they are bad bosses. Now, having had studies that went more into depth, it's been really shown that there's a correlation with their sleep patterns. And not surprisingly, bosses who didn't have enough sleep were not as charismatic, obviously, but they were also a lot harsher, abusive, and even unethical. So, which I found absolutely astonishing um, that that was actually also in that bucket. And on top of that, it's also been shown that their subordinates have also been affected by sleep in different ways. It has been shown that the leaders who led by sleep deprivation have created a culture in their subordinate team where they in turn also got less sleep, which means the complete productivity of the whole structure has suffered. And this has really been, this was studied multiple times. I think one of the last studies was in 2014, um, but there were quite a few. And if you Google Harvard Business Review and sleep, you will find them. So it's not just that subordinates were not treated as well as they should be, but it's also the productivity of the subordinates has also been impacted as they started to sacrifice sleep, perform worse. And actually their bosses have said that they were starting to perform more unethical as well. So big, big, big red flag here. Um, another thing, and this is the recent one, um, which was now published in August, 2018, 
is that um, they looked at leaders who did not have enough sleep and the immediate impact on a new team. And not surprisingly, they were considered to be more impatient, irritable, antagonistic, which resulted in worse leaderships and relationships. Now, what the researchers thought was that this was going to change over time as the team got to know their leaders a little bit better. However, that didn't happen. Even after three months, the relationship was still on a bad foot and it didn't diminish. So sleep deprivation was just as damaging at the end of three months as it was at the beginning. However, the leaders were completely unaware of the negative dynamic. This is incredible. How are you supposed to lead if you're not sleeping and you probably don't even know it. <laughs> you most likely don't even know it. So this is huge and it really goes to show that sleep has to be a factor if you want to be a visionary, if you want to be a top leader. It's a non-negotiable. Now, the last uh, two last points that I want to make. One is that even if you want to motivate your people as much as you can, even if you try to be patient in everything, your message will not come across as well if you haven't slept than if you had got enough hours of sleep. They have made studies where they had people giving motivational talks. Some of them had enough sleep and some were purposefully sleep deprived. Okay, the result was that those who were sleep deprived performed 13% worse than those who didn't. That's a lot. So you can have the best coach to help you get the best talk, but if you didn't sleep enough, there's 13% that's going that are going to impact your speech, which is huge. And then the last thing, which is kind of tongue-in-cheek, is that research has also shown that older executives are actually the ones that are getting the best sleep, which I find hilarious. And through interviews with those people, it came out that they've learned from their mistakes. They were looking at different biological markers, but in the end, what they found was that it was experience and learning from their idiocy <laughs> that they've come to the result that they shouldn't have sacrifice their sleep and that now sleep is one of their top priorities. So I find this hilarious in a way. So if you are a leader, if you have a company that structures with people where you are worried that your KPIs, your bottom line is impacted, that your team building, your whole atmosphere is suffering because people just don't jive, don't work well together, you have to consider sleep. And if you want help in that department, get in touch with me. You can email me at christine at sleeplikeaboss.com and I will come in to your company or we do it remotely and we will fix this. Okay, that was me today. I hope you enjoyed it. I will talk to you again next week and until then, sleep well.